Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for coming. When, when I do these leading things, it's not the same as our experts, Martin, Tony, Nigel. It's more of a testimony type thing rather than a sermon. So I hope you forgive me for that. Um, obviously, I'm very nervous. When we first started, there was about 12, 15 people, I think. You can't What about now, Nigel? Does that mean I've got to start again? <laughs> like I was saying, I, I, I'm not a teacher like our experts, Martin, Tony, Nigel, George, you know, all those who do these services. Mine is more of a testimony. When we first started next door, um, I, I foolishly said, I, I don't like Sundays without a service. So I foolishly said I'd do one. Uh, and the first year we had about 12, 15 people in it. The second year, it was standing room only next door. <laughs> so this year, we agreed that we'd come in here and do it in here, because we've got more seating. Um, and it was just going to be Tony and I. Yesterday, I was informed, we've now got Tony, Carol, and Nigel doing the sound, Zoom, and everything. So it's going to be everywhere. Um, so I'm going to make an idiot of myself all over the country, I think. <laughs> but I, I, I'm up for that because we've got God on our side, so I'm sure it'll be fine. <clears throat> um, it's great that we can share time, so um, I just thought of um, a family that were going to sit down for dinner. And um, the family all got round the table and the mother said to her six-year-old daughter, would you like to say the blessing? She said, I don't know what to say. She says, well, just pray like I do. So she thought for a minute and then she said, oh, Lord God, why did I invite so many people to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same principle here. Why am I here? <laughs> Have I done the right thing by coming up here? <laughs> <clears throat> Let us pray. Father God, we are gathered here this morning to praise and worship you. You are our focus of the day and for the forthcoming year. We thank you for all the blessings that you give each and every one of us. And we recognize that some are not able to be here today through illness and other things and still traveling. But we are still a community and a church and we welcome everybody into our church. We thank you for all you do for each and every one of us, each and every day, each and every hour, each and every minute. And we thank you through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I'm just going to do a couple of songs first. The first one is one of my favourites from when I was baptised here in 1994, a faithful one. And then we go straight on to In Christ Alone. And I'm going to remember to turn the mic off so I don't upset everybody. Faithful one, so unchanged. 
Debs was going to be here, um, but our dog is poorly, so somebody needs to stay at home with him. So before I left, she said, good luck, but don't worry, because they're a forgiving lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> I'm going to focus on Psalm 46. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the hearts of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose stream makes glad the city of God, the holy place the most high dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her to, at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us and God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters a spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let us pray. Father God, we know that you are there behind us and times can be extremely challenging. It can be really difficult for us to understand what the difficulties are and how we can put them right. But we always have the power of prayer. And that's what we bring to you now. We bring you the power of prayer to enable us to live through in God's way in our life and our communities and our families. We're going to have a time now of open prayer. So if you want to bring on some prayers, please raise your hand and Mark will bring the microphone round. Thank you, Mark. To all the people who walk in darkness, a new light has been shown. This Messiah will increase his followers and he will be glorified. He will judge between the nations and decide for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning forks. For there will be peace and no more wars. For unto you is born a saviour, Jesus Christ, God's only son who will reign now and forever. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father God, in many ways, this, this seems like a year of darkness. Father, we think of, of the wars that are ravaging still in the Ukraine and now in Gaza. And Father, it seems like the world has never learnt its lessons of destruction in the past, but continues to believe that fighting and killing will be a solution to the problems. And further home, Lord, there are many loved ones that we've lost this year, 
And Father, that's difficult. That's very hard. And yet we know that however dark the darkness, you are the light. You are the flame which shines brightly in that darkness. And Father, we're praying for the world and, and all that's gone wrong. I just want to thank you. Thank you for this church and all who worship here. Thank you for our minister, Martin and Sarah, and all those who serve here. I want to thank you for my lovely husband who celebrated his 90th birthday yesterday. And Father, for my son, whose birthday is today and has come to know you over the last couple of years. I pray too for my grandsons, particularly for Harry, who has a birthday in a couple of days' time. Father, bless each one of them. You know them by name. Father, you know every hair on our head. So, Father, bless each one. Touch them, Lord, with your love. Touch them with your spirit. And, Father, no matter how difficult this year has been for each one of us, I pray that you will just give us the strength to rise on those eagles' wings and to, to look forward to another year of serving you, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for the right to come into this church and worship you and not be burnt alive or be shot as we go out. But Lord, we do pray for our brothers and sisters who around the world are having that happen to them, even now, and being killed just for saying they're Christians, are having to hide the Bible under their bed in a, in a pocket lord jesus we thank you and praise you and we ask you to bless those who cannot thank you and praise you out loud but only in their hearts lord just come and be their shepherd and be their watchtower in this next coming year we ask this in your precious name amen Father, we thank you that even in the midst of so much darkness, so many hurting people around the world, but Father, we come also to rejoice because you said we should be rejoice and be glad because this is the day that you have made. And we choose, Lord, to lift up our eyes to you, no longer to look at the earth, the ground, no longer to peer into the darkness, but we lift up our eyes to you to look into your light, to look into the brightness of your presence, Lord, to rejoice and rejoice because you call us to rejoice and be glad. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
Father God, we thank you again for everything you do, but we ask for a special hand for those who are struggling at this time. We think of uh, Brian and Joan, uh, who continue to struggle with their challenges. Dorothy Denton, bless her, and we hope that she can be home soon. And Roz and David Beaver are also going through changes in their life, but they are all still totally loyal to you, Lord. And I would lead to, from their example of how gracious they are and how merciful you are, O Lord, to all of us. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you. Um, the, the end of the Second World War, um, the King's VE Day speech says, says, Today we give thanks to Almighty God for a great deliverance. Speaking from our empire's oldest capital city, war, war battered, but never for one moment daunted or dismayed. I ask you to join me in the act of thanksgiving. This is a task to which now honour binds us in the hour of danger. We humbly commit our cause into the hand of God, who has been our shield and strength. This next statement might bring some gasps but I was born and I am if you believe it or not older than Tony I may not look it but I am <laughs> the, the Queen was um, crowned in the year I was born and I was born before she was crowned but I don't remember it um, Ernest Hemingway won a Pulitzer Prize for fiction in the old man and the sea means absolutely nothing to me to be honest with you but I have been extremely blessed that I've never been in a war I've never had to defend my country I've never had people be particularly violent to me or me to them and I count that as a blessing we have been very privileged in this country to be in that situation um, and it's it's difficult for me to get my head round why we can't control wars in a better way and manage things in a better way. And then the next slide, um, you won't be able to read them all, but I'm just going to give you, um, Carol, please. <laughs> oh, you shut me down. I've had enough already. <laughs> what I tried to do on the next slide was to indicate all the different uh, areas where the British Army have been involved. So they may not be classed as wars, but unbeknown to me, all these things go on where the, the, the British Army has, has had major inputs in them. There's the obvious ones, the Iraq War, Bosnian War, um, the, the uh, Syria Leone uh, War in Afghanistan, all these things. But what did surprise me is the, the Operation Shader. It started in 2014 and is still going today. Did you know that? Did, were you aware of it? There's a whole host of countries still involved in that. Um, we're, we're aligned to, to um, uh, Norway, Canada, Belgium, Australia, uh, Iraq, 
obviously the United States, uh, New Zealand, Norway, Portugal, Spain, Turkey, Bahrain, Jordan, Morocco, Kota, South, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, United, even Russia is in there. All right, so we're not actually necessarily in a, a war-torn area, but we are still monitoring, gathering information, and this is all, uh, uh, you know, against Iraq, Iran, uh, Iraq and Levant. So it, it, this seems to me the Middle East is, is a real big problem for us. Uh, and what can we do? Well, we can only pray for these things. So many things on. The Troubles, I, lo I love the title, The Troubles. The difficulties with the um, Northern Ireland before we had the Good Friday Agreement. I didn't realize there was about 18 different groups within Northern Ireland against the British Army, all individual groups, not just the IRA. It was it's quite interesting and worrying when you read about it. But when we move on from there, um, we have to think about what does the Bible say? Um, and we got Matthew 24, 6. Um, you will hear of wars, uh, rumors of wars, but see to it that if you are not alarmed, such things must happen, but the end is still to come. So we're already being told these things will continue uh, and it will be difficult for us. Luke 21.9, when you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. It's no surprise that I've looked back on this year and wars have dominated it, which is really disappointing. Um, <clears throat> it's difficult for us to, to not be drawn into them emotionally in one way or another, whether you support one group or the other. But I try and be unbiased in, in these different wars. Um, and it's, it always goes back to history. Um, in actual fact, the um, uh, Ukraine and Russian war has been going on virtually since 2004 and then was really, really pushed up in 2014 and then again uh, a couple of years ago. And there's so many people that die from it, it's unbelievable. Um, they just give you some of the figures. It's very, very difficult to actually work out how many people have been lost or died as a result of that. Um, you know, each of them has, has had devastating effects, and it's always the innocent that seem to be the punished the most. Um, I'm just going to pray a prayer that I, I took from, from the war-torn countries. Oh Jesus, our loving Saviour, in the midst of darkness I humbly come before you. Seek the warmth of your light, Holy Spirit. Be our guide as we unite in prayer for war-torn countries of this world. Pour out your grace upon these lands, O Lord. Let your healing hands mend hearts of those who suffer. Restore peace in the midst of chaos and let hope blossom like a flower in a desert. 
O Jesus, I pray for the innocent. May they find shelter under your wings, and may you protect them from harm. Grant them the strength to endure the trials they face and the resilience to overcome their fears. I beseech you, Holy Spirit, to soften the hearts of those who incite violence, plant seeds of love, empathy and understanding in their souls. May their eyes be open to the pain they cause and may they choose a path of peace. O oh Jesus, empower the peacemakers, strengthen their resolve to bring about harmony amid discord. Bless efforts of success and let their voices echo the message of love and reconciliation. In these turbulent times, I ask you to guide world leaders, fill them with wisdom and compassion so they may act in the best interest of all your children. Inspire them to seek unity and to foster an environment where peace can flourish. Oh Jesus, I trust in your mercy and love, and we pray for these war-torn countries, and may your Holy Spirit envelop them in a divine embrace, and may the winds of change carry your promises to the brighter tomorrow. In your holy name we pray. I make no apologies for reading that, because there's no way I, I particularly can do that without emotion unless I read it. I've already said I've got a dog, Zuki, and I spend my time, my prayer time and my conciliation time when I'm walking him. Uh, I say walking, it's more of a dawdle, you know, just plods <laughs> along behind me. But I was thinking the other day when I was walking around, I just suddenly realised I'm kicking the leaves about the ground. And it brought me back to thinking about all those lost people because of wars, more than probably the leaves on the floor that are around me. And it's very difficult not to think, why, why can't we get this resolved? Why can't we move on from this time? Why can't we find ways of doing it? And of course, our only way of dealing with that is prayer, united in prayer to bring resolutions to these things. Thinking of the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judea in 952 where half a million Israelis died. I couldn't just imagine what half a million people could look like despite the New Year celebration in London when everybody goes up there. I still can't picture what that would mean and that's just one instant, one more. It doesn't take account of, of the people <coughs> of Judea who died as a result of that. It's, um, it's a sobering thought of these things, but we know that through Jesus we have the answers in, in, the, uh, in the Bible. That's why I particularly chose uh, Psalm 46. I think it, we want to reflect on that now if we can. And uh, I'm going to, we'd like to sing another song, if you don't mind. Uh, How deep is the Father's love? If you'd like to stand or sit and sing along with that, it'd be appreciated. <laughs>
should give his only son and make a wretch his treasure. How great the pain of searing loss. The father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one. Bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon his cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear But God's hand is at work. We can see here from the different things that the fallen of the Berlin Wall, which freed so many people and changed the layout of the world. And that was done through a peaceful process rather than a war or a, 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 a bringing them together. The war in Korea went on for so long, and I can remember different parts of that, not because you know, I was young enough, old enough to remember it, but I've read about it afterwards. Um, apartheid in South Africa changed 
the whole makeup through different people leading. But it can only be with God's hand guiding and supporting and giving these people the power. The, the Northern Ireland situation, the Good Friday Agreement, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how good successful that is, but we haven't got the army on the road, on the streets. We haven't got people, you know, ganging up against each other in wars and different tor tor torments like that. So, you know, we ca the law does bring pre peace. The, event, the Vietnam War, I've seen so many films about that. Um, it, it, we never recover from them. We, never, we always have different feelings and, and frustrations about what has happened as a result of them. But God's hand is at work in these things. It's, it's difficult for us to look at the positive sides and look at where God's hand has actually bring in, brought into these. We look at the, the, the next slide, the psalm. <coughs> psalm 46, we're talking about specifically about uh, verses 8 to 10. I'm glad I'm not to blame for the IT. <laughs> Actually, I am to blame because I've done this all PowerPoint at home. And although we went through it yesterday, uh, you know, we still seem to be having problems. Psalm uh, 46, 8 to 10. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He brings the bow and shatters the, breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He is always working for us. I suppose it, coming up to the new year, this three things I'm, I'm particularly focused on. And these are not New Year resolutions. These are perhaps three th areas that uh, I want to focus in my prayers. And we just wait because I think it would be more effective uh, if, if we wait for the IT um, thing. Apologies for this. We've got the expert on it, Nigel's on it now, so it's got to be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm led to make sure, actually, to, to, let's have a bit of prayer, shall we? Father God, we know that you are working behind the scenes. We see all the devastation and the challenges of the world, <clears throat> but we know that yours is the ultimate voice. Yours is the ultimate decisions. And whilst we can't see it working as we go along, we know and trust your mercy and grace will lead us on, will give us a conclusion. Our ultimate price will be that you come to this earth, calm things down and take us to the heaven on the new earth that, that you are making for us. We trust that we will go through trials and tribulations. We've read it in the Bible that there will be 
conflicts and wars, but your hand is in it. We only pray that we learn from these things, deliver, deliver our skills and our prayers to make sure that we can advance as forward in these things. Okay, next one, if we wouldn't mind, please. I've read that one out. <coughs> this is where it goes wrong again, isn't it? <coughs> so there's three areas of prayer that I want to do that I'm going to focus on for the next year. And the first one is not going to be peace for the world because I don't see the point when the Lord has told me there's already going to be trials and tribulations. My first focus must be on the people suffering, the people who've lost their lives, people who've lost their homes, people who've lost and had to move from city to city. It must be about looking out for the people who suffer the most. And that's not just people in war-torn countries. It's those who are short of food, those who are short of water, those who are short of the life, basic life requirements needed. It's about focusing on protecting those individuals and praying for those individuals who are suffering at this time. That would be my first one. <laughs> it looks better on the PowerPoint, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm fairly new uh, at um, being a Christian that I'm committed now, and I look at things differently, perhaps, to most of you. It's very difficult to establish and work out the three: the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Very difficult. And, and what I try to do is I look at the father. My own personal father was quite a disciplinary area. He, he was very strict. He wasn't there a lot of the time. He was in different countries because he, he drove a lorry and took equipment all over the world. So most of my upbringing was done by my mother. And my father would bring in the discipline when he was home, which was quite challenging. That's not how I see God. I see God as a loving father, a caring father, and the one that wants me to do well. <coughs> Jesus is, it came to this earth, in my eyes, uh, to show us the way and give us the, the education that we need. And I tend to think of him as an older cousin, someone who gives me the guidance that I need, the, the direction that I need. And I need to go back to the Bible quite regularly because of that. And the Holy Spirit is a challenging one, isn't it? What is the Holy Spirit? The, well, the way I look at it, rightly or wrongly, is I look at them of all the people who've gone before me and now in heaven. David Kirkland's, perhaps you wouldn't necessarily remember, um, the Ron Hayes, the, the uh, David and Faye Osborne, uh, Peter and Marilyn uh, Redman, all these people around me to give me support. But the ones who have gone on before me and are in heaven, I figure when I take time and just stand still for a little while and wait a little while, 
They come down and surround me. And that's the Holy Spirit that I see working for me. They're there to support me. Now, whether you agree with that or not, that's my way of understanding it. So, yeah, let's focus on God for a minute, shall we? You want to lead some prayer? Mark, can you bring the microphone down to Sally, please? Lord Jesus Christ, when things that we've planned don't seem to go to plan, and we don't know what to do or what to say or what to think, Lord, I just feel sometimes it's good just to be still and focus on you, Lord. That text on the, on the screen just now, that was the sentence that came out to me very strongly. Be still and know that I am God. So let's just be still and focus on God now, just for a few moments. It's so good, Lord, just to recenter our lives on you, just to listen to your voice, to hear you talking to us, Lord, just to recommit to you on this day and every day. Amen. Thank you, Sally. Um, focus one, people suffering. As I've already said, this is not just about the war and torn countries. It's about the people who are less fortunate than the rest of us. We are extremely blessed that we have the provisions we have. My second one, if it comes up. Dun, dun, dun. Holding on. I suppose the IT is my fault because I've done the PowerPoint. <laughs> but when we tried it, you know, it, it's all worked. Um, so mine, my second one was realigning priorities and giving, asking prayer for realigning priorities. We spend so much money on technology going into space and, you know, experimenting, going to the bottom of the the sea that didn't work out for the people who done it. And yet we don't invest in people where we need to invest, bringing our technology and skill sets to bring those to these deprived areas. Yes, we got water aid, we got all those sort of different organizations who are trying hard to work with it. But if countries 
actually invested less in technology and wars and equipment and more in people, I'm sure this would be a much better world and a much happier world. So that's my second focus of prayer over the next 12 months. And finally, if it comes up, will be our community. We have our four values that we stick to. Um, and, and it's about, I, I've thought about the amount of Christmas cards I wrote and sent out this year. Some people uh, I worked with some 20 years ago within Surrey County Council, uh, and you know, we still send each other Christmas cards. But I don't very often pick up the phone and say, how are you? How are you doing? And I need to look at how I, I spend my time and communicate with people, particularly within our community, to try and bring them into our faith, into bring them the Jesus into their lives. I know it's difficult, but that's going to be my three priorities for the focus of my prayer. So every morning when I'm going to work, walk my dog, for as long as he goes on for, <laughs> I'm, that's the three areas I'm going to focus on first when I'm walking. Obviously other things come into your mind and whether God speaks to me or whether I, you know, I'm just babbling like I normally do, I don't know. But it gives me that opportunity to focus on those three things. I hope today's been useful for you. Um, as I say, I'm not a teacher. I'm just trying to give what my perception is and involve in and give some worship to our Lord, our God. I'm going to finish with a prayer, but afterwards we have tea and coffee. This must be one of the most expensive times of the year for Leslie because she has so many family members with birthdays and it's Peter's birthday today. So we are having tea and coffee next door, so please join us. If you want to ask me anything, feel free. If there is thing, something that I've provoked, provoked in you and you want prayer, we have people in the church who will pray with you and give you some important guidance. Thank you for coming this morning and thank you for sharing with me. Father God, we know that you give us all the tools, but sometimes we don't know how to handle them and use them correctly. Sometimes the Bible can be confusing and disorientating, and we need the other support from our leaders within the church to give us the guidance in that. Father God, we thank you for what you do each and every day, and we thank you for the freedoms to be able to come and praise and worship you, whether it be a Sunday or whether it be any other day of the week, whether it be through home groups, whether it be through church, or whether it be just with friends. We thank you for that privilege. And we know and trust that you have our futures ahead of us. And we know where we're going to end up if we continue to follow your word. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you very much indeed, everybody.